you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. It's Friday, April 14th, and you're listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. (laughs) I didn't draw it out as much as I would have liked. I'm laughing because the wait for the ST at the (laughs) end. (laughs) That is the voice of today's special guest, a fantasy phenom, a wrestling devotee. He suffers for the Bears. He suffers for the Angels. Sinful choices both. So suffering seems appropriate. He's the creator of the best mock draft I've seen yet in this so-called silly season. It's the what should happen mock draft. He's a Friday morning golfer. He's a girl dad. He's a boy dad, too. He's a fellow gooner. Yeah, buddy. He's Adam Rank. Welcome back to the pod, my friend. Always wonderful to be here. This is the highlight of my Friday, and so I'm, I'm looking forward to chopping it up with you. Thank you so much. I am your host, NFL Network senior writer Andrew Levy, and on today's show, well, I referenced Adam's What Should Happen mock draft, and I highly recommend you check it out on NFL.com backslash rank. But today, Adam's going to give us his What Could Happen draft scenario with three Ooh. picks that really would shake up. Oh. I can't believe I actually said that. We're leaving that in, though, right? Fired up on a Friday. Please pardon the language. All to say, what Adam is sharing with us today makes not for a mock draft. It yeah. makes for a shock, shock draft. Shock draft! Foxy, can we get some music or a sound effect that screams shock here? Oh, thank you very much. I like that. I keep waiting for someone to use that uh, on our network. Shock draft live. Shock Presented draft. by, I don't know, somebody who makes, like, tasers. Rockstar! Or, or, or lightning rods. Yes. I'll keep floating it out. Let's there. pitch it. Incidentally, we have this like show, a di- we have a digital thing that we never get invited on. Yeah, like there's a true. there's a whole digital really? network. I don't don't tell me about parties I'm not invited to. I don't I don't need this. Incidentally, this show is brought to you by the number 13. 13 days to the draft. We will focus on the 13th pick. That, of course, belongs to for now anyways, the New York Jets. We will have win projections for the Jets with Aaron Rodgers in our minds. For the Saints, with Derek Carr. For the Packers, with Jordan Love. And the Raiders, with Jimmy G. That's coming up. So, too, is our countdown to the draft. And today's team is the holder of the number one overall pick, thanks to Adam Rank's Bears, the Carolina Panthers. But first, this. Fakes a handoff. Lamar will keep it. He's got room. He's to the five. He walks in. Touchdown. Lamar Jackson with a knockout shot. That, of course, Lamar Jackson, questioned by some for being his own agent, questioned by some for turning down a $133 million deal offered by the Ravens, questioned by others for reasons of availability or lack thereof. Number eight has missed 10 games over the past two seasons due to injury. But after winning the MVP, certainly he's done with those tired questions about his throwing ability, right? (laughs) Wrong. Ben Roethlisberger on his Footballin' with Ben Roethlisberger podcast, that rolls off the tongue, said this earlier, and I quote, um, can I get some Big Ben quote music here, please? Thank you. And I quote, 
with Lamar, you got to bring two safeties down to stop the run. You don't really fear Lamar's arm, his accuracy all the time. He's got a huge arm. He can make things happen when he scrambles or whatever, but you don't fear him in the pocket and just picking you apart. So you can bring safeties down because you do fear him running because he's a different level runner, end quote. Adam Rank, hmm. Big Ben's quote yeah. about Lamar Jackson. Is it fair or is it fooey? It's fooey, first of all. And it's funny because it's like it reads like a Mad Lib. You could almost sub in a variety of different quarterbacks in this quote. He could have been talking about Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, Justin Fields, Trey Lance. I don't know what the commonality is. Hmm with these quarterbacks, but it stinks. And I'm tired of hearing it. And I'm, hired, I'm tired of these quarterbacks. It's such a lazy take that I would wish that somebody who actually played in the NFL would be able to break it down a little bit better. Now, when he talks about the safeties coming down, a lot of that has to do with the offense that was designed by Greg Roman. Yes, Greg Roman's offense goes through the tight end. Mark Andrews was the guy. And it's crazy. And this, and this kind of thing keeps coming up. And I'm just tired of it. And it, and it made me think of something, too. It's like, because, like, Lamar Jackson, as you said, he's, a, he's an MVP, former MVP. He scores touchdowns. He led the NFL in passing touchdowns a couple of years ago. So we put our research team on this. We did. And we pulled up some statistics. Well, yeah, what did they find, Adam? Please share from, that with from the From 2016... Through the 2022 season, Lamar Jackson, completion percentage in the pocket, 66.7%. Ben Roethlisberger, 66.1%. Passer rating from the pocket, Lamar Jackson, 98.5%. Ben Roethlisberger, 94.6%. Passing yards per attempt, Lamar Jackson from the pocket, 7.7%. Ben Roethlisberger, 7.0%. And I find it oh so rich that Ben Roethlisberger comes out here and accuses people of not fearing Lamar Jackson's arm. Well, let me tell you something about Ben Roethlisberger. They did not fear you in Pittsburgh. They feared Heinz Ward. They feared Antonio Brown, Plaxico Burris, Santonio Holmes. There were a lot of people that they feared, Ben. So I, I, I look at the talent that Lamar Jackson has had to play with and what he has been able to do. And the fact that we're this far into his career, still coming up with this ridiculous notion, it bothers me. The one thing that Lamar Jackson does is win football games. That cannot be understated. It cannot be overlooked. Jackson has a 738 quarterback win percentage, which since the merger with a minimum of 25 career starts is fourth best in NFL history. Well, NFL history since the merger, but that, what is that? That's 1960. 70. Like I said, 1970. <laughs> um, let me just read you that list, listener. Patrick Mahomes is number one with an 800 winning percentage. 
Tom Brady is number two. Hall of Famer Roger Staubach is number three. Lamar Jackson, the quarterback in question, the one with quote-unquote questionable arm talent, is fourth. Joe Montana, Hall of Famer, is fifth. And Peyton Manning, Hall of Famer, is sixth. Since 2019, Lamar Jackson is third in passing yards when targeting tight ends. To your point about the Greg Roman offense, he is 24th in passing yards when targeting wide receivers. And yes, it does need to be mentioned that the Baltimore Ravens wide receiver unit has finished dead last in the NFL in aggregate yards three of the last four seasons. You say that is more scheme, that is less about Lamar Jackson. Yes, he can throw the football. And Ben even sort of says it. But it's still so dismissive that it's offensive to me. Translation, it is a tired notion. It's so tired, it is starting to feel a little bit like a trope, if I can infer, based on what you're saying, Adam Rank. So let's stop hitting the snooze button on this. Let's just take this alarm clock and either listen to it and wake up or throw the alarm clock out the window. Next topic, Lucky 13, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. With the 13th pick, Adam Rank, in the 2023 NFL Draft, the New York Jets select who? Peter Skaronsky. Really? Okay, the quote-unquote short-armed offensive lineman from the Northwestern Wildcats. You like him for the Jets at 13. Will he still be there at 13? That's a good question. When I look at Skaronsky, and I know, and I'm going to ask every mock drafter, stop putting him in Chicago. He does not fit the profile of a Ryan Pace offensive tackle. Why not? He likes long-armed guys. Look at Braxton Jones. Braxton Jones. So you're buying into the T-Rex narrative with uh, Skaronsky. If you listen to a lot of talent evaluators, they say he projects as a guard at the next level. And, and I you think simply that once, don't want a guard in Chicago. They don't need one. But let's be clear to the Jets fans who are listening here, Adam, because it's going to sound a little bit like you are offering them uh, you know, diminished, terri- diminished he's, goods, he's not, a bag of goods. He's no, not no, no, a, it's he's just not, not a right bad for player. your Bears, but he's right for the Jets. 100%. And you know what? The Jets, you got to give them a lot of credit. They killed it last year, sweeping offensive and defensive Rookie of the Year honors with Garrett Wilson and Sauce Gardner. You just want to get the, the line to be restructured, especially with Aaron Rodgers back there, eventually, hopefully, allegedly, any of those things. And the good news is that even though Skaronsky – Grew up in the city where I was born, Park Ridge, Illinois. Park Ridge, Illinois is not a city. Let's be clear about that. A village. It's a hamlet. It's a village. (laughs) It is a village. The village of Park Ridge. Village. Uh, He he's a he's a Packers fan. So his his great grandfather or his grandfather. That's right. Played for the Packers. That's absolutely right. So he can go. So you want nothing to do with it. I can go fanboy out and protect Aaron Rodgers, who he probably grew up idolizing. So translation Jets front office. Keep that number 13 pick. Make sure not to have to sacrifice that in the deal with the Packers for Aaron Rodgers. And with that 13th pick, protect Aaron Rodgers a little bit. Get yourself a little Peter Skaronsky out of Northwestern at 13. You go into your shower feeling tired but as soon as you reach for the irish spring your day immediately gets better that crisp fresh unmistakable irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses so when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it 
Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. You are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. Andrew Levy with Adam Rank. And the next topic, just win, baby. Win projections for four NFL teams who will start the 2023 season with new quarterbacks. We believe. Starting with the aforementioned Jets, Caesars Sportsbook has set the win total for this team at nine and a half, nine and a hook. My question to you about the Jets with Aaron Rodgers and this win total of nine and a half, not enough or not a chance? Not enough. Double digit wins for me with the Jets. If they have Aaron Rodgers, and I truly believe that Aaron Rodgers playing for the Jets would have that bleep you mentality that Peyton Manning had when he first showed up in Denver. Not the Russell Wilson in Denver, the Peyton Manning in Denver. Aaron Rodgers is that petty, and he is going to go out there and he's going to challenge some records. He is going to have one of the best seasons of his career. And I understand people are like, well, he was terrible last year. Well, he obviously didn't have Devontae Adams. He didn't have a working thumb. Those are going to be two things that are going to be different when he goes to the Jets because he's going to have Garrett Wilson. He should be healthy, ready to go. I really do believe that they make a run for the AFC East title. Let's move to NOLA, to New Orleans, the site of yesterday's countdown to the draft, the New Orleans Saints, with Derek Carr in the lineup. Caesars Sportsbook has set the win total for the Saints at nine and a half. Same question, not enough or not a chance? Oh, well, not a chance just seems so... I, I don't want the hook. I want the hook gone one yeah. way or the other. Yeah. Because think, I feel, I feel, right? I feel somewhere around nine wins. But the thing of it is, that division is so for the taking. Yeah, it really is. Like you almost it's gettable, feel, it's winnable, they've got it's five, vulnerable. You, you feel like the Saints start, I don't, you know, I'm going to say not enough. Because they start with five wins. Can they go five and 12, the re- what's the rest of the way? Five and, wait, what am I, five and five seven. Five and seven the rest of the way to go Five and, and seven, seven the rest of the way? I'm like, I think that's doable. I think Derek Carr comes in there, brings some stability to that organization. The defense is still good. They've got players. I think Chris Alave is going to be fantastic. Michael Thomas, if he can play, probably works perfectly with Derek Carr. So I'll say not enough. Let's move to Las Vegas. Some people call it Sin City when you got a guy as handsome as Jimmy G and that smile. Let's call it Grin City. Caesars Sportsbook has set the local team's number at seven and a half, four win totals. Adam Rank for the Raiders. Not enough or not a chance? Not enough. Not enough. I like Jimmy Garoppolo. You're going, bullish on Jimmy G. I think going to Las Vegas is going to be very good for him. He is going to be given an opportunity to run an offense that he's very familiar with. When Jimmy G has been healthy and available, he's been a very capable quarterback. He's a winning quarterback. It all comes down to how how many games can he play. And I can't sit here and assume injury, and I want to get people away from the prone to injury notion because especially when you look in fantasy circles because that led a lot of people to not draft Christian McCaffrey and Saquon Barkley and players like that I'm just gonna assume Jimmy Garoppolo is the quarterback and when he's there they're gonna win games so in summation New York Jets with Aaron Rodgers the number is nine and a half Adam Rank says not enough he projects double digit wins for gang green same again in New Orleans the Saints with Derek Carr the number is nine and a half 
Adam Rank says, not enough. Double digits there. Same again for the Raiders with Jimmy G. The number, of course, is lower. It's seven and a half. That number, not enough for Adam Rank. He sees them a click north of that. Can you be objective about the final of the four teams? Let's find out. I'm pretty sure the answer is no. It's the Green Bay Packers with Jordan Love in his first season, we assume, as the leader of this Packers offense, as the executor of Matt LaFleur's will, the number has been set at seven and a half. Adam Rank, not enough or not a chance? Not a chance. Who saw Come that on. coming? Come on. Jordan Love. The, the thing that I love about Jordan Love the most is that when you see these guys who don't play in Power 5 conferences, you expect them to come in and be like, he was all conference. He was... A, the guy wasn't even the best quarterback of the Mountain West in his final season with Utah State. They're a good, they're a well-run organization. But when you put Jordan Love out there with these unpolished wide receivers, I think it's really going to show itself. They're going to have problems scoring points. They're going to lose a lot of low-scoring games. And to me, I see them as a six-win team. I saw some shine coming from Christian Watson at the end of that season. We all He's going to be a good there player. There was some polish on that young man at the end of that season. That's fair. But your point is well taken. In your estimation, seven and a half wins for the Green Bay Packers. Not a chance you see them in the lower single digits. Next topic, the journey from mock draft to shock draft. Can we bring back the sound effect, please? Thank you very much. Adam Rank has looked into his crystal ball, potentially glass, very hard to tell with these things these days, and he sees three moves that would shake up the 2023 draft like a well-throttled can of warm soda pop. Let's go one at a time. The first move, the first move that will make us sit up and say, did I hear that correctly? Oh my goodness, what was that? Who does it belong to and who are they taking? This is one that I've been thinking about for the last couple of days. The Arizona Cardinals. Okay, so the Arizona Cardinals select? Bajan Robinson. Wow! A running back in a running back devalued league. Yes. Bijan Robinson third overall. That would definitely be seismic. What that uh, be? Where does Imagine come Twitter. From? Imagine Twitter just melting down. Yes. The memes, everybody making fun of the Cardinals. But, you know, they're sitting there in this spot where they obviously are not taking a quarterback. It is conceivable that they trade out of that if somebody wants to move up to draft one of the remaining NFL quarterbacks. And if it goes the way that I think it shockingly could, that's obviously in play. If you take Bajan Robinson, who a lot of people believe outside of the quarterback is the best offensive prospect in the draft, and you are going to have five years of control with him, that is a move that you should make because next year when you, when you pair him with Caleb Williams, you're going to, oh, I'm sorry, was I, did I get too far out in front of my skis? <laughs> no, but whatever quarterback is there. Yeah. But if you, if you put a, a valuable commodity back there and the NFL more and more is moving into a mode of positionless football, we have wide receivers taking snaps, wide receivers taking handoffs, running backs throwing passes. It's, you just want good football players out there. That is what the Arizona Cardinals lack. And going out there and taking Bajan Robinson, the expected best non-quarterback offensive player in the draft, you've set the world on fire and let people know 
that things in the desert are going to be a little bit different. I think this is fascinating. Now, granted, I would push back a little bit on the positionless reference that you're making because, for me, I really see that more as a defensive attribution with smaller linebackers, faster edge rushers, larger D-backs. But, think of, but, but think, to your point, I think, think that's like fair enough. think of the tight enough. ends who, who play this. Like Dalton Kincaid yes. is going to come out, and he's going to basically be a slot receiver, yeah. even though his position is is going to be tight end. Point well taken. Point well taken. Let's move on to your next seismic shakeup of the 2023 draft. Who is it? What's the team? And who are they taking? With the first overall selection, the Carolina Panthers select quarterback Anthony Richardson. Oh, my goodness gracious. The project becomes a pro right from the off. The number one overall pick, Anthony Richardson. So the combine... The combine crushing Anthony yeah. Richardson has so bedazzled NFL scouts over the last eight weeks that everything he put on tape when he went three and six in the SEC, oh, lost to Vanderbilt, had a, had a 66-yard passing day in the SEC, all is lost, all is forgotten, all is forgiven. He goes number one overall. It would be unprecedented because there has never been a situation in the NFL where there were three quarterbacks at the top of the draft that could have gone in any order, and there were two established guys who put out great tape, great numbers, and a team selected the project who started only one year and was unimpressive. In co- oh, wait, that happened in 2018 when the Chicago Bears drafted Mitch Trubisky, ignoring what they saw <laughs> from Patrick Mahomes, and Deshaun Watson, where, and like, I uh, field-wise, on the field-wise, like C.J. Stroud would be the, I don't know who would be who, but in any event, that would be shocking. That would be. Thomas that, Davis listen, said this. That would be shocking. And if that happens, imagine what suddenly happens to the Cardinals at three, the phone calls that That's they are the suddenly that, about to take, right? I mean, it becomes the Bichon, a free-for-all. The Bajan Robinson thing could be a little bit different because... They would, they would probably switch three and four with the Colts. Without a doubt. The bare minimum. Yes, at bare maybe, minimum. Maybe another team moves up oh to number goodness. three. You would, you would have to say that even teams like the Seahawks with Geno Smith, the Lions with uh, Jared Goff, even the Raiders with Jimmy G, having an opportunity to take potentially the quarterback of the future at three yeah. would suddenly make a move. It, it, it would be chaos. Love that. Love that well, for and us. This, and this fits for both. And, and you got to remember, this fits for both teams at the top of the draft. Because if Houston did this, then again, it's if, if Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud is available with the third overall pick, it sets off a firestorm That's of That's precisely activity. what I'm talking about. Yeah, Absolutely. exactly. I just, I just Tony Rich sends one of those be, guys to three, and now – you know, it is. It could be either one. We're, oh we're not God. picking on the Carolina Panthers here, but I'm just saying it could happen to either one. Yeah, it's a wedding dress store. Doors open, and it's absolute chaos. Uh, last that of the episode three of Friends was on seismic moves on that would They're shake up the 2023 NFL draft. Is who? Who does it belong to? And who are they taking? The Atlanta Falcons at eight. Trade down. Trade with the down. Tennessee Titans sitting at 11. They acquire the number 11 pick. Okay. And. Derrick Henry. Oh my goodness gracious. Derrick Henry the, the, reunited. The, the, the man that my brother calls El Tractor Cito leaves Nash Vegas yes. and heads to Hotlanta. Yes. And oh he's reunited with Arthur Smith. Yes, he is. The man who is credited with being at practice in Tennessee, watching the going ons and saying, why don't we run the ball with him more? Yes. Like, it really wasn't. I mean, I forget who I was. It was LaFleur, obviously. 
who was not using Derrick Henry to his full potential, which seems so weird now. It's like one of those things, like, how did we not have microwave popcorn until whenever it happened, the 90s? I don't know. One of the Titans fans that I spoke to recently yesterday or the day before was Titans Day on our countdown to the draft said that he had to admit we may be approaching the day soon when Derrick Henry is considered trade bait. Adam, you have jumped the queue and you're making him trade bait right now. Yeah. That would be heartbreaking, I know, for Titans Nation, but in a year in which they may be forced to rethink, reassess, and yes, kind of re-roster, maybe not the most outrageous move. Don't be surprised to see a move like that. You can roll your eyes all you want, listener, and say, oh, come on, Adam Rank, he, you know, this is a man who dabbles in the provocative. Yes, he does, but let's be honest with ourselves. Cometh the hour, cometh the chaos. When the draft is on, when teams are on the clock, crazy S happens, and it will happen again this year. Adam, you know it. You're guaranteeing it. I guarantee it too. Cannot wait for this to happen. It's the best. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. You are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. Andrew Levy with Adam Rank. And Adam, hit that button, please. I didn't ask you to make the oh, sound sorry. of the virtual button. Just hit the virtual <laughs> button. There you go. Thank you very much. That is the signal that we are back on the clock in our countdown to the draft. The 2023 NFL Draft presented by Verizon, April 27th, 28th, and 29th. Coverage starts 8 p.m. Eastern on Thursday, April 27th. And today, our focus is on the keeper of the number one, the first overall pick, the Black Cats, a franchise wise enough to throw a two-state net with their team name, the Carolina Panthers. What does history say about the Carolina Panthers? Well, their origin story dates to 1995. That makes 29 seasons in all in the NFL. The Panthers were announced as the league's 29th franchise in 1993, began playing in 1995 under the original owner and founder, Jerry Richardson. You may not remember this, but the Panthers played quite well in their first two years, finished 7-9 and nine in 1995. That is an all-time best for an NFL expansion team in their first season. They were 12-4 and four the following year, winning the NFC West before ultimately losing to the eventual Super Bowl champion Green Bay Packers in the NFC Championship game. A meteoric rise to the top of the NFC. Their overall record, 212 wins, 237 losses, one tie. Super Bowl wins, zero. Two appearances, though, a lot to be proud of. Their playoff record, 9-8. and eight. They have not been to the playoffs since the 2017 season. Their winningest ever coach, Ron Rivera. Riverboat Ron, 76 wins, 63 losses, and a tie. Only one retired jersey, number 51. Do you know who that belongs to? Tick tock, Sam Mills. 
So that's what they have been. What are they now? Well, recent history says they are a below average team fighting for relevance. They were seven and 10 in 2022. They weren't particularly good on either side of the ball, hence the seven and 10 record. Their defense, total defense ranked 22nd in the NFL. They were 25th at generating sacks, 27th at generating turnovers. On the other side of the ball, their total offense ranked 29th in the NFL. They did have a rushing offense that was top 10, right on the edge of top 10, 10th in the NFL, but their passing offense was ranked 29th. On third downs, they were 30th. As for what happens next, well, let's talk about the draft. They have six picks in the 2023 NFL draft with which to address their needs. NFL.com has identified those needs as quarterback, edge rusher, and wide receiver. They have the first overall pick, of course, thanks to that trade with Chicago. They have the 39th pick in the second round. They have a third round pick, two picks in the fourth, and one pick in the fifth. The Carolina Panthers are one of the few teams we have discovered in our journey, in our countdown to the draft, with more ads than losses in free agency. Shy Tuttle, defensive tackle, in. Von Bell, the safety, in. Andy Dalton, the quarterback from the Saints, in. So too Hayden Hurst, the tight end. Running back Miles Sanders, defensive tackle Deshaun Williams. Adam Thielen, the wide receiver. Linebacker Corey Littleton and wide receiver DJ Shark. Adam Rank, thank you so much for your patience there as we looked at then and now Carolina Panthers. Adam, when I say Panthers, where does your mind go? Steve Smith. Steve Smith, senior, Ice number up, 89. Ice Absolutely. Up, uh, him, Sam Mills. Interesting. And Cam Newton. And Cam Newton. But Steve Smith is the number. Well, Steve Smith's a friend of mine. Smith breaks away, unbelievable play, 10, 5, touchdown, Carolina Panthers. That man can't be stopped. Let's look ahead. It'll be the perfect draft for the 2023 Carolina Panthers if they do or get what? I mean, you're going to have an opportunity. Obviously, you're going to get your quarterback that you would like. And I will tell this to any Panthers fans. I mean, obviously, we've had conversations, me being a Bears fan. It's disappointing losing out on DJ Moore. It'll be a bummer next year because I went through this last season of watching all the mock drafts and be like, oh, that's right. We don't have a we don't have a first round pick. That sucks. But at the same time, when you have your franchise quarterback locked in, your life is different. Adam, who should they be taking at one? My, is it C.J. Stroud? My preference is Bryce Young. It is Bryce Young. I think when you— He's the most Sunday-ready quarterback. You can't ignore everything that you've been watching. Bryce Young has been the better quarterback. There's opportunities to build, but next year, if you're going to the draft, if even without a first-round pick, if Bryce Young has proven over that season that he is your guy, it, it's not going to matter. Thank you so much for your time today, Adam Rank. Please, as your last offering to the pod today, finish the following sentence. I wouldn't be surprised if the 2023 Carolina Panthers did what? Challenged for the NFC South. Now, we can all say that anybody who takes the field is challenging for the NFC South, but you're suggesting that come the, final weeks, games. That come the final weeks of the season, they're going to be in the conversation for a division title. I would not be shocked if they win nine games. Amazing. You are so many things, but a Panthers fan. Not one of them. No. So this is where well, I, I want thank them you. to lose. This is where I thank you for your time and ask you to leave as we throw open the doors to the NFL dare you. Hall of Fans. Fans like Christian Horn, who says he is a Panthers fan because Steve Smith was his favorite player when he was young. Christian at that time also just loved those teal jerseys. Sometimes it doesn't take more than that to establish fandom. 
his favorite ever Panthers player. Who else? Number 89, Steve Smith Sr., a man who finished his career with over 1,000 catches, almost 15,000 yards, 81 touchdowns, more bravado than entire NFL teams, and more trash talk than a decade of rap battles. He will wear a gold jacket one day, and I, for one, will give him a standing ovation wherever I am at the time. It's complete. First down, Smith breaks away. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Panthers. Wow. Christian name checks some other beloved black cats like Luke Keekley, Jake DeLome, Christian McCaffrey runs CMC. Austin McCaffrey running right side. Got a great block from Moten. McCaffrey cuts it inside the 10-5. Touchdown. And the great Julius Peppers. Taken down inside the five-yard line. Number 90's all over yes, him again. Yes, sir. He's having a ball game, Julius Peppers is. As for Christian's most treasured Panthers memory, has to be the NFC Championship game win, he says, over the Arizona Cardinals back in 2015. The Carolina Panthers, champions of the NFC. Christian's most painful moment wasn't asked for, but some fan bases just can't help themselves. He says the entire Matt Rule era was tough to take. Ouch. And Christian still bristles at the mention of the name Dave Gettleman, the GM who dared cut his favorite player, Steve Smith. Ice up, son. Ice up. Panthers fans like production assistant Luca DeCristo who grew up in Los Angeles in the early 2000s, no team in LA at the time, of course. So as any young kid would, Lucas says, he gravitated towards the Carolina blue and silver uniforms and the big personality of Steve Smith. Subconsciously, Lucas says, I may have seen them in the 2004 Super Bowl and was already rooting for Brady to lose. His favorite ever Panthers player and why? Well, Luke Keekley is the answer. Luca played middle linebacker at Notre Dame High School here in the LA area and grew up idolizing middle linebackers. Luca's old man played middle linebacker himself at UNLV. So Sundays in the DeCristo house were a family film session, Luca recalls. His favorite play was in Super Bowl 50 when Luke Keekley called out a drag route before the play and lit up Demarius Thomas over the middle. As for his favorite ever Panthers moment, Lucas says it has to be our 15-0 start and the Super Bowl 50 run back in 2015. Specifically, he says, dominating the Russell Wilson-led Seahawks in the divisional playoff game was particularly satisfying. And the Carolina Panthers are headed to their fourth NFC Championship game with a seven-point win here at home over Seattle. As for what he wants in the draft, Lucas says, wrong question. The right question is, who do I want in the draft? And the answer is C.J. Stroud, end of discussion. Has the ability to process the defense and get to his fourth read, Lucas says, while also putting it between the numbers. I think his consistency throwing from within the pocket will separate C.J. Stroud from the other quarterbacks in this draft early on, and his feel for throwing out of the pocket will simply get better. Frank Reich and Josh McCown are rumored to like CJ better for the system they're implementing. So Lucas says, please, he implores Panthers front office, don't force Young. Luca finishes by saying, I wouldn't be surprised if my Carolina Panthers win the NFC South. It's a weak division with very few strong quarterbacks, he says. I think C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young, too, would immediately contend for the strongest quarterback in that division. So there you have it, Carolina Panthers fans. 
not a lot of you roaming, at least loudly roaming our world here at NFL Media, but we found you. And when we did find you, we discovered what we expected to find, devotion, commitment to a team that is yours. Well, congratulations, Panthers fans. This day belonged to you, too. What will happen for your 2023 Carolina Panthers? Time will tell, and we will be watching. I want to thank today's very special guest, Adam Rank. And of course, I want to thank the Panthers fans for sharing their stories with us. I want to invite you to join us on Monday when our countdown to the draft stops in Hotlanta to visit, to examine, and yes, to celebrate the Atlanta Falcons. What were they in 2022? What will they be in 2023? What do they need in the draft? What will they take at that eighth pick or will they move that eighth pick a lot to discuss and of course let's not forget that the Atlanta Falcons play in an NFC South that most people agree can be won by any of the four teams in that NFC South will Atlanta contend for the title that's the question the answer comes Monday till then take care of you take care of your crew and ciao for now NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.